Greetings, this is Pastor Lupi, God Calls Me Faith, and uh, we are live once again here at the church.co in Indio, California, in the United States of America. How are you, Church of Jesus Christ and all the world? God bless you. May this message really, really help you, and uh, may the Holy Spirit bring it to light in your heart, in Jesus' name. Let us welcome the Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. I invite you to take complete control. Speak through my life and uh, let your spirit flow to the hearts of the people, your people, the ones to whom you are speaking to. I give you full control. I pray that you will help me cooperate with you so that you will have your way in this message. People of God, the Spirit of God has been preparing his church for many, many months and uh, a few years for one of the most glorious promises that he's about to fulfill, which will take in the final hour before the return of Jesus Christ. And uh, it will be marked, as I've been saying, by that most glorious outpouring, the final outpouring before his return, the return of our Savior Jesus Christ. And um, God is wanting to fulfill many good things in, in our lives right now. But he is calling us to a certain state of being. God's plans are always of good, not of evil. And uh, everything he does and is doing, what he speaks to us, is plans of good and not of evil to give us a, a future and a hope for according to his will. Now we, the generation that is living right now, we have an, a, an assignment that is for an entire generation. And uh, that assignment is about to be fulfilled in its fullness, not too many days or months from, from, uh, from today's date. I don't know how many months, but it will be fulfilled. And it is a good promise that he will pour out his spirit upon all people. This is going to be a global outpouring. And uh, the church of Jesus Christ will be forever transformed and will be raised in a powerful way to carry out the final hour assignment from God to us and to humanity. He's also going to release, give to us the latter glory. The latter glory will come and habitate the church and uh, through the church will be seen in all the world and also in all the nations of the earth, the glory will be seen as God pleases, as God wills, and the sign that God will give all humanity that he is about to return for the church of Jesus Christ and uh, that humanity has one last chance, last call to get saved will be that, that glorious outpouring which will mark the final hour, the sign that Emmanuel is now on earth once again, uh, carrying out the will of the Father, Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, the fullness of Christ will be seen in and through the church of Jesus Christ. And that will tell the world, get ready, get saved, get ready, stay saved. Why? Because Christ is about to come. Now, people of God, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, now, the Holy Spirit is preparing us now 
uh, doing a great reformation, a restoration in the body of Christ, in Christianity, in the men, in the women, the young, the old, the ministries, the ministers, in every nation of the world. It is why this, this precursor prophetic voice that you are hearing now and through the church.co is part of the message of the times and the messengers of the time that is speaking the very words of God, the very words of the Holy Spirit that he wants the church to hear and uh, to attend to those words in order to prepare and be ready for this final hour for the condition, the state of being, and the walk and the talk in which God wants his church now. There's a lot of reformation and a lot of restoration, a lot of rebuilding, a lot of aligning ourselves before God, a lot of repenting before God for things and uh, uh, changing from our ways to his ways. There is a lot of returning to God in so many ways as believers of Christ, as the church of Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There is a time for everything. And uh, the Holy Spirit has been speaking so many messages saying that there is a time. This is a time for this. This is a time for that. And we must be hearing these messages of the Spirit of God and attend to those messages with the proper action that we need. And... Uh, the Bible says there's a season for every activity. God is moving. God is continuously moving. God is leading his church to a certain state of being. And he's leading us back to certain restoration of our own personal lives, uh, beginning in our own lives, and then in our homes and our families and ministries and the body of Christ and in all things that we are to do here on earth. And the Bible also says in Ecclesiastes, Chapter 3, verse 7, it, there's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. And the Holy Spirit is saying this is the time to speak. Now, I've been speaking messages inspired by the Holy Spirit, not personal opinion, not anything that has to do with the way that I think or the way that I want things. This is a message in the spirit of the times and uh, we must be in the spirit of God in order to understand that truly this message is of God, is of the Holy Spirit, and we must do what God is calling us to do. In the book of Job, um, I, I love this, this uh, scripture, this story, this true story, the book of Job. Uh, in chapter 32, I'm just going to read a few verses in chapter 32. But the friends of Job have been speaking to him and telling them this, this, and that. And all the way through chapter 32, Elihu shows up in the picture. And he begins to speak to Job. And he's, just, he's not just speaking any words. He's speaking the very words of God to Job. Exactly what Job needed to hear. Exactly what, what came in perfect wisdom, perfect counsel, perfect not by man's standards, but perfectly from the Spirit of God. And uh, one of the things that, that Elihu said, he said, I thought age should speak, advanced years should teach wisdom, but it is the Spirit in the person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. I was not daring to tell you what I know, 
This is the time to speak what I know, and what I know, not in intellectual knowledge, but what has been deposited by the Spirit of God for this generation, for Christians, and, uh, and in times and in seasons that the activities that are happening in, uh, in, in the agenda of God for this generation and for what is coming. And uh, it is time to speak what I know, as Elihu told Job, and um, he said, therefore, I say, listen to me. I, too, will tell you what I know. Give me full attention for one, because uh, not one of you has proved Job wrong. And uh, then he begins to talk to Job, and he says, I, too, have my say. I, too, will tell you what I know, for I am full of words. And the spirit within me compels me. Inside I am like bottled up wine, like new wineskins ready to burst. Now let me tell you what I know. What the spirit of God is speaking. I've been giving teachings all week regarding restoration, restoring the priesthood, restoring the worship, restoring the temple. Uh, restoring our lives and returning to a true intimacy with God. And now God is speaking to us again, people of God. This is a time in which many things must change. Many things have to take place. Uh, and uh, God is t uh, talking to us and he's saying this is a time to speak what you know, what I have deposited in you, tell the, the church of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm here to tell you, especially in the season that we have entered into the season of the resurrection, celebration of the Passover of the Lamb of God, of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God is saying that we must return to and uh, that this is a time to return to, to exalt Jesus Christ and His cross. This is a time, not just a season in the year, but the church of Jesus Christ, the Christian, is being called back to exalting Jesus Christ, a time to return to the cross of Jesus Christ, a time to return to exalting, lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ, because the world needs to know that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, that Jesus Christ came and died for the sins of humanity, that Jesus Christ has already defeated Satan uh, and death and hell. He's already defeated all that and that we have answer, eternal life for, for all humanity and it is a time to return to Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ for a long time has gone into many many different teachings, many different lifestyles, many different ways of thinking, tradition, religion, uh, uh, culture, customs, and, uh, or shows of, of uh, whatever it is except exalting Jesus Christ. When Nicodemus came to, a Pharisee came to talk to Jesus when he was here on earth, we find the story in the book of John chapter 3. He comes to talk to Jesus privately. And uh, Jesus is, is speaking, he's talking to Nicodemus, but one of the things that he says, Jesus, Jesus told Nicodemus this, and this is where we come in as the church of Jesus Christ. The church, the Christian, needs to return to Christ, needs to return to exalting Jesus Christ. 
And he says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. Now, when, when Israel, the, the people of God, sinned against God, he sent up snakes, a plague of snakes, and they were killing the people because that was their judgment uh, for sinning against God, for rebelling against God, for going after their own gods, for doing what they wanted to do, and for ignoring the counsel of God, for uh, ignoring and rebelling against Moses and Aaron and, and, and Miriam and those who were leading the people of God. And God sent them this plague. And they were dying. And many people died in that, in that plague until Moses interceded. And God told Moses, make a bronze serpent and put it on a pole and lift it up, he said. And when whoever looks to the pole, the snake on the pole, uh, they will be saved. They will not die. Only those who believe in what you're doing, what I'm doing through you, will and, and look to that snake and, and in faith believe what God is saying, then they will not die. And the people that looked to the snake were saved. They were no longer dying because they looked to this way. God made a way to be able to be saved from dying and from the, from the snakes, from the snake bites and from dying. So then this, this whole thing stopped because they, they believed they, 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 by doing what they were supposed to do. Now, Jesus said, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. Another word for lifted up is exalted. And see, this generation, people of God, the Christians ha are, have gone too far away. It's been, we've gone far enough away from the ways of God, away from exalting Jesus Christ above our denominations, above our beliefs, above our desires, above people, above leadership, above tradition, culture, above all things, the worldly things, the world, above everything that is moving in this hour. It is time to ex return. It is time to exalt Jesus Christ once again. How do we exalt Jesus Christ? Do we just say, oh, Jesus Christ is Lord? No, we must return, people of God, to a lifestyle that exalts the King of glory, that exalts Jesus Christ, because God says that everyone who believes uh, uh, may have eternal life, in him in jesus christ why do we exalt jesus christ christianity is not a a gospel that is a self-serving gospel the way that it has uh, uh, been taken so far from the original plan of god the gospel is not a self-serving gospel it is a message of good news to all humanity that whoever looks up to jesus christ and places their trust in Jesus Christ, they will have eternal life. Their sins will be forgiven. They will have a brand new life, a born again, a regeneration of the spirit and a new life regenerated. And all those who place their, their trust in Jesus Christ will be saved. They will not die. We will not die. Our body will be laid to rest, but our spirit, our soul will forever have eternal life with Jesus Christ, with our Heavenly Father. But if, if the church has been busy in their own lives, in their own self, 
praying only for personal needs, not understanding that if we exalt Jesus Christ, that if we return to this Jesus, this Savior, the one that was, that was lifted up on a cross and died on, on the cross for humanity and to give us an assignment of an entire generation, each generation according to what God gave each one. Now we have one of the greatest hours that we're about to enter into and God is bringing his church back to his ways, back to the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, back to the reason why Jesus Christ died. See, for a long time, uh, our lives have not demonstrated that we are exalting Jesus Christ. Our decisions, our attitudes, our behavior, uh, what we do with our lives, how we handle business on earth, how, do, how we walk, how we talk, how we think, how we express ourselves, what we're teaching, what we're preaching, how we worship God, how we express to the world that we are servants of the Most High God, servants of Jesus Christ, followers of Christ, our lives, our marriages, our parenting, the children, the parents, the leadership, the, those in the pulpit, those in the worship, we are being called to reality once again, God's reality, that Christianity, the church, is all about the Savior, Jesus Christ, that is connecting uh, humanity with our uh, God and Father, but for a long time we've gone in a different direction, and God is saying it is time. It is time to exalt Christ once again. Exalt Jesus above your own feelings, your own emotions. It is time to exalt the Savior who died for humanity. It is time to exalt the Savior above the way you think, above your tra traditions, your denominational rules. It is time to exalt Jesus Christ above all things, above all people. It is time to exalt Jesus Christ above the fears, above the sickness, above all things. It is time to exalt God above what you want, how you want things. It is time to exalt God above the way you live, above, uh, above everything else. It is time to lift up Jesus with our lives. Our lives, we, our lives must have a mission in life and uh, we must treat the, the salvation, the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who takes away the sin of the world. We must treat it as the a, as a highest, the supreme value above everything that is valuable to humanity or to ourselves. It is time and we must live our lives with uh, um, the mission with which God called us. We weren't called by God just to sit around in a, in a chair in the church and just to be fighting amongst each other or just fighting amongst members in the body of Christ from one ministry to another, fighting in our marriages and dissolving marriages and uh, living, living for ourselves and what we want. It is time to exalt Jesus Christ. God is in the church of Jesus Christ to come back to knowing the Savior once again, to come back to the cross and understand why Jesus died for humanity. It is time to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ and his accomplished work on the cross. The moment we exalt Jesus, Jesus himself said, I will draw all people to me. And see, it is time to exalt Jesus with our lives and all that we are, all that we do with a sole purpose of accomplishing the mission which God has given each one. 
Now, I know this is a corporate thing, but it's also an individual thing. You have to understand, people of God, Christian, that each one of us will have to give an account to God for what we did with our life and what we did with the salvation, what we did with the sacrifice, what did we do with the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ? Did we treat it lightly? Did we ignore it? Did we change the gospel? Did, did we dilute the gospel? Did we even care about the gospel? And uh, we will each give an account to God. So it is a time of self-examination and saying, God, I want to, I, I need to return to Jesus Christ. I need to exalt Jesus through my life and everybody has to each one of us must turn to God and examine our own hearts and find out how we haven't exalted him and how we are going to begin to exalt him once again we must treat the sacrifice and the blood of Jesus Christ as something of highest value as Christ deserves Christ doesn't deserve to be ignored from his very own house his very own body the body of christ for which he died for he paid the price no one else nothing else is a, an acceptable sacrifice before god except this exalted uh, uh king son of god lamb of god who was raised up he was lifted up on a cross to die for us give gave his life and blood to redeem humanity with the blood it is a precious precious sacrifice precious blood and uh, we must return to exalting jesus christ you look around in social media you look around in preachers and teachers you look around at the lifestyle of the christians quote unquote christians because many are walking in in uh, supposedly in christ but are not really saved i've been um pondering with the holy spirit because he's been saying it's time to speak what you see what you know what you hear from what from social media no in the presence of the holy spirit and through the word of god and he's saying it's time to speak but i've been analyzing and i'm like dear god which i will be uh teaching uh, giving another message another prophetic message uh not prophetic as in all these prophecies that were given and are being given and none of them come to pass i'm talking about words utterance of the spirit we need to hear the truth and whoever receives and applies the truth to their lives, they will, they will be saved. Whoever believes the truth, the truth will set you free from error, from deception, from sin, from temptation, from living lives that are just casually been, being lived or from uh, passivity. The truth that you accept from God will set you free and will set you on a, a different uh, pattern of walk a different course and it will be in accordance with the will of god but i was looking at i've been looking at the condition of the the church globally in my spirit and by, by the things that we know that we see that are happening and uh, in reality i really see a great great urgency for the church of jesus christ to be born again to to be born again because most are walking in the flesh carnally worldly in sin and uh and are acting as if everything's okay and their soul is in danger god in these times are urge is urging all of us to return to this con to this 
to this condition, this state of being in which we really, really are living for Christ. We are serving Christ with our life. We are accomplishing the mission that God gave us without wasting time, without walking in, in double standards, double life, or without going in a different gospel that is not the true gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a time to express to others about Jesus Christ through our lives. More than words, people of God. If you know that you know that you know that you are not saved, that you are backslid, that you have gone far away from the true gospel of Jesus Christ, if you are serving a gospel that is only feeding your problem, feeding yourself, feeding your pain, feeding only the us for no more household, then you are in need of returning to exalt Jesus Christ. You need to repent of your ways. We all need to repent in so many ways. And uh, repent means we, we repent to the way we think. We repent to the way we act and walk. We repent of, of uh, making this, this Christianity all about ourselves, all uh, uh, about uh, God feeding us, God blessing us, God providing for us. And He will, because that's part of of uh, the inheritance for God's children. But that is not the focus of why Jesus Christ died. He died to redeem humanity. And uh, he's the only Savior. He's the only God, the only Savior who resurrected from the dead. There's no other God. There's no idol. All of them are dead. Nobody raised, uh, was raised from the grave except Jesus Christ. So we need to return to exalting Jesus Christ. The moment we do people will begin to see a Savior. They will begin to place their uh, trust and faith in this Savior, and they will find brand new life, restoration. Uh, there's going to be much change when we exalt the King one more time. Uh, we've gone far enough, and it is a time to come back to God. It is a time to return to God, but we must do it God's way. In First Chronicles chapter 15, David, when he, the second time he... He, he went after the presence of God. This time, he did it God's way. Now, we must exalt Jesus Christ. We want God in this nation, whatever nation you are in. We want God back in our houses, in our ministries. We want to see the power of God. We want to see the glory, the spirit. We want to see the early rains revival because without revival, the spirit is dead. There's many dead Christians. The church of Jesus Christ is dead in so many ways. The spirit is dead because it, it needs to be reborn. It needs to be transformed, regenerated, or be awakened once again from a state of being that has fallen asleep. And uh, fallen asleep, who's dead that can hear us? Nobody, no, no dead person, no person who has died already. A body without the spirit cannot hear us because a body is dead. The spirit is no longer there. It's gone somewhere, whether heaven or hell, when people die. And uh, this is reality. And the same way with us, the body of Christ, if we don't have the spirit, then we are dead. We cannot hear what the spirit is saying. We need an awakening. We need a revival. We need the early rains. But God is saying, you want the early rains? You need to repent and come back and begin to exalt Jesus Christ. 
You, you need to make changes in your life that reflects that you are truly exalting Jesus Christ. You need to make changes in your priority that tells everybody, I honor the Christ of God. I know this Christ of God. I honor the blood of Jesus. Easter is not about Easter eggs. Resurrection power uh, is flowing from the throne of heaven through the cross of Jesus Christ. It is not about Easter eggs because Easter eggs cannot save anybody. Easter eggs are our pagan stuff, and uh, but it is the power of the Christ that was raised up on that cross that has given us the power to be called sons of God, the power to receive eternal life, the power to be reconciled with our God and Savior and uh, make us uh, children of the Most High God, call Him our, our Heavenly Father. It is the cross of Jesus Christ. It is the sacrifice of, of Christ that gives humanity true hope of eternal life, a brand new life, regeneration power, reformation power, a deliverance power, healing power. There is power in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. There is power in the sacrifice of uh, the Lamb of God. There is power in the Christ of God in the name of Jesus. So it is time to be the real church of Jesus Christ, real Christians, real followers of Christ that don't serve themselves, don't live for themselves, and it is all about their own house or, or their own ministry. It is about expanding the gospel in all the earth and giving hope to humanity. And in this way, we are exalting Jesus Christ. And when we exalt him, then all people will begin to place their trust in, in God. And more and more people will get saved, really saved. The church of Jesus Christ in so many ways, and, and a great portion of the, of the church of Jesus Christ in all the, the world needs to get saved. We need to, to get this uh, uh, church of Jesus Christ saved all over again, truly saved. And that cannot happen unless the Spirit comes and awakens the Spirit, the spirit in us. Uh, we must be born again. Those who need to be born again, you need the Spirit of God to awaken you. It is why we're praying. We're returning to God, praying and saying, God, Give us the early rains before the glorious outpouring. Let the good promises come. When we are here, we return to you because we know that it is time to speak what we know and it is time to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. Why don't we pray right now and let us ask God. Let us begin to uh, repent right now. All of us in the studio, all of you there, including myself, let us repent to this day. God, Heavenly Father, we repent of our ways. We repent for not exalting Jesus through our lives. We repent of making Christianity something about only ourselves and our own problem. We repent of not representing you, Lord God, as we should. We repent by converting our hearts and our walk and our talk and, uh, for, for, and begin to do what is right in your sight. Forgive us, Father. We know that your mercies are new every morning. Forgive us. Forgive us. And uh, it is through Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, that we ask in his name that you will forgive us and send us your spirit to quicken our spirit, to awaken us, to give us a, a new birth experience once again so that we may live for Christ and represent Christ and exalt Jesus Christ. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for this word. And uh, I pray that you will continue to speak that word to the hearts of your church 
and that we will really come back to the Savior. God bless you. I'm Pastor Lupi. God calls me faith. This is the church.co in India, California, in the United States of America. I strongly encourage you to stay connected here and also with RadioHosanna.com. Uh, I am giving these messages every day of the week, Monday through Friday, and they were, they're, they're meant to bring the church to the state of being to which God wants it to be. Don't miss out on what God is doing. God bless you, and until next time, bye-bye.